Hello, hello everyone. Hello, Sean. How are y'all doing today? Hey, Chris. Hey, guys. Welcome to this podcast does not have a name. Episode 25 for March 23rd, 2022. Hope you're all doing well. What's new, Chris? What's new? I guess. What's up? What's new? What's up? What's new? Uh, not much. Uh, I had my week off. Oh, I guess I was kind of starting it last podcast, but the rest of it went off. I didn't win the lotto or anything like that, so I had to go back to work. Damn it. So, rip. <laughs> <laughs> um, it is what you it is. Lotto? Yeah, sometimes. Not often. I'm not really a big gambler type of person, as we've kind of discussed before. Like, me and the whole outlook from Vegas and stuff like that just... Yeah, but every now and then I'll buy the lotto. I haven't in like almost two years since, you know, all this has been going on, right? So, but I'll probably average three or four maybe tickets in a year. Like, just like, oh, it's a lot. Yeah, why not? I'll throw $5 in, whatever, right? Just kind of like, you'll never win if you don't actually go in, but <laughs> whatever, right? I know, not to get into that. I'm not a gambling type of person. Yeah, I, I, it's like you're right. You, you will never win if you don't take your shot. But at the same time, the chances are so infinitesimal. What's the word I'm looking for? Infinitesimally small. I think that's the right word. I think I, think I fucked so. it up. So yeah, it's it's like you have such a small chance to win. But then like you talk to the winners who've actually won like a million dollars, and they tell you, well, you know, they wouldn't have won if they didn't try. But then. I've heard people say, you know, lottery is basically a tax for the stupid, essentially. And like, that's, they, they, they don't sugarcoat their or their argument at all. So I'm kind of torn. It's like, yes, you'll never win if you don't take your shot. But at the same time, you'll, you probably will never win. I think, I'm not sure. I think like statistically, I could be wrong about this, but I, and th this could be very wrong. So don't, don't blame me anyone if I'm wrong about this. I read that like, you're more likely to get hit by a lightning strike than you are to win the lotto. No, probably. So whether whether that's true or not, I don't know. I, I'm not making that claim. It's just something I read and just something that kind of stuck in my mind. But yeah, just something to think about if that is true. Yeah, but you know, I don't play anywhere near that often for it to matter. It's more like oh, five dollars, whatever. You know, mm -hmm. <laughs> spend it here. I go or I go buy coffee, which I could just brew at home. So right. <laughs> Speaking of which, uh, in Canada, at least, there's uh, Timmy's Roll Up the Rim to Win. Have you got anything good out of it yet, Chris? I've only had two coffees from it. I even forgot it happened. So I oh, okay. think if I've got any rolls, it was from last week, but I didn't bother to look at my app since I bought those coffees. Like yesterday, I think I was like, oh, I could go get a coffee today. I was like, or I could just, and I turned around and turned on my coffee maker. <laughs> just made a coffee there because cheaper i've already got it sitting there right the yep. only difference is going out for that walk to get the coffee right so or i could brew it and then go for a walk <laughs> i don't drink coffee that's not to say i'll never drink coffee or i haven't drink coffee but it's 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 pretty rare like i'll go into tim horn's app and see if there's any like coupons mm. I don't, because this year is so stupid i think they only count breakfast sandwiches for extra roll, like if you roll, if you order on your app, they count as one order. Sorry, one roll. I meant to say, no matter what you order, 
that's like a bonus roll. But like the only rolls you get this year, I think, are from like breakfast sandwiches. That includes like burritos or wraps or whatever. And I think maybe coffees, maybe not coffees even coffees. Should good. always count. That's all I've really gotten. They sh should, but like I don't think I was reading the rules this year on their app. I'm not sure they do. I, I I'm gonna check as as we go That's on. I could really, be wrong, but it's really dumb because it's known for you know it's called roll up the room for a reason. You roll exactly. up the coffee room. <laughs> exactly. No, I like I agree with you. I'm and just the, like you know and the visuals on the app is them rolling the rim of your coffee. So. Exactly. <laughs> But yeah, honestly, COVID was not a good thing. But if there was something good to extract from it, it's the fact that so many people have like digitized a lot of things like more rapidly than would have would have happened naturally, mm -hmm. including the roll up the rim. Like before COVID, it was like there. I think the first year of COVID or like the first month or two, they're still like having the physical roll up the rim cups. Now it's just like you get on your phone. It's it's much more convenient. If yeah. your prize are stored on here, you don't have to worry about losing it. You don't have to worry about ripping it out or like. Because you'd have to finish drinking your coffee, then unroll, then, then rip. If, oh, I won. I have to like rip it, and then I have to keep it, and then make sure I don't. And then you have place to place it. Hand the person at the Tim Hortons a now coffee-stained, filthy piece of your coffee yeah. cup to them. Yes, which is yes, bloody, gross, and disgusting. Exactly. <laughs> it's it's so dumb, but yeah. Uh, what else I was doing? I worked on the. Uh, new background i need to tweak it i think we gotta thin out the uh thunderbolt a little bit yeah more. so those of us or those of you rather who are just listening to this uh we have a new kind of background on the stream version of the podcast and before it was just chris he made like a really good picture it was like half a dragon ball half a material from fallen fantasy 7 to kind of signify you know crisping the dragon ball line the, the material essentially but now he made it he made the same thing except he took i mean correct me if i'm wrong chris you're the one who made it so feel free to interrupt me at any mm. time but uh it looks like from what i could tell chris from your post on twitter you took a globe like of the world you took just like the round sphere portion of it you made you literally painted half of it as a drawing upon half of it as a materia and then now it's spinning it's spinning around in the in our background you yeah. did some sort of motion with it no i just Filmed it and had my hand behind the globe, you know, slowly inching it with my fingers. Because if you look at it, you'll see it stop very briefly, like every, every like half second or whatever, or second. Because okay. I'm like slowly rotating it, and then I mash it up in uh, at the start frame so that it can loop itself. I need to make it like a GIF for the Twitter posts, so we can have a slowly rotating uh. Globe. That would be awesome. I'm not gonna lie to you. That but would be pretty awesome. I may re-record this after I tweak the uh, Thunderbolt to make it a little bit thinner, because I remember looking at my my original picture and it's being a lot thinner, because you could see a lot more of the uh, two halves. So I might do that. It just I need a little bit of time to record and re-edit that. But I found the sorry. I found the rules for the Tim Hortons app. Uh, so any. Small, medium, large, and extra large hot beverages, small, medium, and large cold beverages, farmer's breakfast wrap, grilled breakfast wrap, bagel belt, and breakfast sandwiches. That's it. So yeah, yeah, we were right on the coffee, but that's a very small amount of food this year that qualifies. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember if donuts and other food stuff counted before, but I did know it was always. It should have always have been coffee. So for yeah. sure. Yeah. But yeah, I'll have to. Look, I'm sure I've got one or two on there from last week. So 
But I don't drink coffee nearly as much as I used to. <laughs> you drink coffee at all, so. Yeah, yeah, I know. But you remember going out with me and. Of course. We'd go That's out and it's like, thing. well, I need a coffee. And then we mm -hmm. get to where we're going. If I wasn't finished my coffee or, or if I finished it when we were out, it's like, oh, I need to get another coffee. Yes. And then <laughs> as I get dropped off at home, whatever, I'm like, well, we can go get another coffee. <laughs> yeah. Like every, whenever I'm out, I always had a cup of coffee with me. Now it's that I have three coffees in a week, maybe like on my days off only. I don't drink coffee on my, when I go to work <laughs> and stuff like that. So. This doesn't have to be every time, but sometimes when I'm like, I do order a Tim Hortons coffee just because for whatever reason, like maybe like, you know, I was going out with you for like lunch or something, for example. Um, coffee is a very natural laxative. <laughs> so when, when, when your system's not used to it, mm. half the time it has that effect on me. It's not bad, but it's noticeable. No, it, it, that way. it is. If you if you're not used to the type of coffee at a certain place, or if you haven't drunk coffee in quite some time, that could happen to you. Like yeah. your stomach will not feel good <laughs> afterwards. So definitely have had that happen at some point. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I people have argued this. I wouldn't. I wouldn't particularly argue this point. I don't think coffee is a drug. You could argue it is, but I don't think it is honestly that's it, just my opinion it's got addictives put into it or naturally in it caffeine yeah of course caffeine so, and the coffee beans yeah it, so it is a drug in a way but it depends on how much you think caffeine itself is a drug people do get addicted to it they get uh mental or it would be physical uh, dependencies on it like headaches if they don't have coffees or yep. have that caffeine rush or hit whatever so it I can definitely stand on the side of it is a drug of some sort, but it is a, what's the word or what's the phrase, uh, a more accepted drug, <laughs> caffeine yeah. itself, that is. So Yeah, I just, I struggle to think of it as a drug because I don't want to put in the same category as like heroin or co or cocaine or anything yeah. like that. You but know, there that's are, the only reason. There's, I wouldn't put on that, like there's obviously medical drugs and then non-medical drugs weird to say that there are some that are you know like you're saying cocaine heroin that there are some in that category that are technically that are also medicinal drugs so um some of them kind of bl blend into one another yeah it's it's a tricky topic that's not really that's kind of the beyond the scope of this podcast so well, of course let's, let's not go too, too i'm deep not the gonna on that one. go into a lot of that <laughs> since i will yeah. be blowing smoke up my arse <laughs> so, but, not just um, your ass your arse Yes. You put an extra Some reason just... <laughs> I decided to censor myself as yes. opposed to other times when I yell explicit. Um but yeah, uh what was I up to other than my art art stuff? Did I mention uh last week on the podcast I beat RE4? Or did I beat it yet? I don't I don't think you mentioned it last week. I think we were talking about you playing through it, but okay. I, I maybe I didn't think... quite Oh no, it might have been Actually, no, I don't remember. I, I know I didn't see you finish it, so I'm not sure if you did or not. That's kind of, you, you have to remember in, that. Yeah, you were in stream when I beat it because you were like, holy crap, why are you still up playing the game? I'm like, because I'm oh, almost done. <laughs> I saw you at that point, that but I didn't like, actually see the, the credits. Oh, know, yeah, that was like seven, yeah. eight-hour stream, and I just blitzed through the ending. Mm. Oh, no, last week, so I was 
last week I was complaining about the cutscene, uh, like in quick time events with uh, Krauser yeah. or whatever his name is, German Krauser knife fight. What a <laughs> bullshit fight! But yeah, I the next stream I did was like seven or eight hours. I just blitzed through to the end of the game. I like it. I like it right to the end, except for the quick time events. They could go fuck themselves. <laughs> I don't like them, but uh, yeah, I really like the game. I could definitely see why after, you know, playing through it all the way, why Capcom decided to go through with the other games in that style. But I think they missed the mark with uh, where they should have been going for uh, their tone of the games, because I think yeah. uh, I think uh, not that I've played through all of them, but I know bits of them. Five and six seem to go in a slightly different direction than what most people were thinking. Uh, if you understand, if you kind of get where I'm going from, and I don't like Chris's designs in six, in five and six, I don't like that he has such a frail ego from getting his butt kicked by Wesker in Code Veronica that he had to take steroids just so he could try and beat him again, and he still gets his ass kicked by him. Have you? Do you know what happens in five regarding Wesker? I obviously know that you know he's enhanced. You kind of find that out early, like you find that out in uh, Code Veronica. Well, oh, of course, and I think a little bit in no RE one. He wasn't. I don't think not yet. But you do so. fi you do find out in the other games when he makes small appearances that he's already enhanced himself, right? Oops, and um, I know what happens to Jill. Pretty much, I think that's in Ori. Is that five or six? I think it's five. Five have... still, yes. Yeah, and I've seen the fight that they have with Wesker, which was ripped scene from scene and put into the movies. <laughs> Basically, I don't know if it's live action or the animated ones or both, but they pretty much rip off the exact scene. Like when he takes off the shapes, throws them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> in that whole scene, yeah. But I was gonna say, if you ever saw, not even played, if you ever saw Marvel versus Capcom three or Ultimate Marvel versus Capcom three, you know what happens to uh, Jill and that Wesker because yeah. they're straight out of that game. Jill, I why did they do that to her? <laughs> she plays super strange in that game because of that crystal thing. She plays, she's like on all fours a lot of the time, and it's it's really difficult to control her. Hmm. She has I've, a very different. I've never seen her gameplay. <laughs> She was, she was so when the vanilla version of Marvel uh, versus Capcom three came out, she and Shuma Garath, like one from each side, mm. Marvel and Capcom, they were DLC characters, but they were like they they gave the code if you bought a new copy of the game. It was back in the day where it's like you know remember like the online pass. Well, this game didn't really have an online pass, but like hey, you bought the copy new, here's two new characters. You didn't buy the copy new, screw you, you have to pay for it, sort mm -hmm. of thing. Just like with all the online passes it, things back in the day. Yeah, nowadays it would just be your pre-ordered DLC that's edited. Yeah, so. but then when they released Ultimate Marvel, Marvel vs. Capcom 3, nine months later after the original release, <laughs> you know, this is the whole controversy. Yeah. I mean, Maximilian covered this more better than Is this the controversy could, but... of on-disc on paid DLC? That and the fact that they flooded the game market in three years with so many fighters, mm. like just Capcom themselves. Yeah, they were they trying to... They, they, they kind of sabotaged themselves. Yeah. And then they're like, and then they, they complain, oh, there's no interest in fighting games. 
you just release a full price game and then you release an updated version of it, you can't download the DLC. Like aside from those two characters I said, mm-hmm. those were specifically for that situation. But every other new character, there was no downloadable option. You, had, you either bought the, the new game on disc or download, like the whole game download, or then you just forfeited the option. And of course, if you're a c- competitive player, you have to get the newest version because that's the version they'll be using, right? If you're right. a casual player, why would you upgrade if you're not really hardcore into the game? Yeah. You know? It, yeah, I remember that them releasing that. I think what Street Fighter was also out, and I swear there was something else. And it felt like they were trying to sabotage sabotage certain games coming out to make other games feel better. But it so it, it was bad at the time. You you were you were right. Around that time when they released Ultimate, they also released uh, Street Fighter versus Tekken, and as you said, there was on this DLC, and that was it was discovered hackers not even a hackers it's like you could access the dlc early and get like all these additional characters mm. and people were like what the fuck capcom like it's literally on the disc when you bought the characters like legitimately all you were buying was an unlock code it was like yeah. a few kilobytes a few kilobytes saying oh hey disc you're you're allowed to access this portion of the of the of the, of the disc now to read the character and unlock it for the player mm. it's like yeah, it's stupid. But people are like, fuck that. It's on the disc. I'm, it, I bought the disc. It's my property. I'm going to use it. So there you go. Yeah. So yeah, that was... And then they're going to bring up Darkstalkers, like a new version of oh, the game. Oh, I wish. And then, <laughs> but Capcom was like, we have decided to cancel it because there's no interest in fighting games. Well, you just fucking sabotage yourself in like three different ways, including flooding the market, having really shitty practices for your games you do release. And like, they're all within like months of each other. Of course, people are going to get tired of not just fighting games, but like of your bullshit in these fighting games. Yep. So, anyways, I'm sorry I forgot the original topic. That was it a was huge tangent. it was about uh, Jill in okay. Marvel versus Capcom. But yeah, yeah, I don't know if I'm ever gonna play five and six. I know five is. Uh, I don't know if there's a way to do it single player, but there is, it is meant to be uh, two players. And I don't know about six, and then there's the other. Uh, was it Revelations? And there's another one. Revelations 1 and 2, and there's one or two other games kind of in the series. I know one you play is Barry. I want to say that's Revelations. I don't remember. <laughs> I have Revelations. I have no idea what it's about. I, th- I think there's like a Revelations Part 1 and Part 2. I have no idea what they're about. Yeah. I, no, just... I know one. I don't know if it's Revelations or the other series I'm trying to remember the name of. One you play is Barry and, uh, and his kid. Uh, you know, the one that he was trying to protect in part in the first game that he mentions. Well, she's was captured. So Barry goes off to go find her. So he's trying to prove he's not garbage. That's dad. Well, not, not a mean, bad dad. He made a poor choice on something that he should not have trusted <laughs> because he's an idiot in the first game. <laughs> or at least well, I think so. <laughs> Good thing she didn't become a daughter sandwich, Chris. <laughs> yes. And then the other series I'm trying to think of, they kind of like recreated certain parts of the other games. And we're trying to tell either a continued story or just wanted to add in, like kind of have it be a, to me, what felt like a uh, celebration of the RE series. But I could be wrong. I never played them. I know I've seen like scenes of like, recreated parts of like re1 and 2 and code veronica or something like that and i'm like oh that's interesting but i haven't seen really anyone talk about them they're kind of like those spin-off games that people go and eh, they're there 
you can yeah. play them if you want. <laughs> I it would have been interesting to see in another universe what would ha- have where the series would have went if they decided to keep the live action version. If they like kept the cutscenes, yes, like because I'm telling you that's one of the best things in gaming. And when you see the original Resident Evil one cutscene, and then it says, uh, shit, I forgot Wesker's first name, but like Wesker, and then, and then you see the live action dude do this. Like, like nowadays, <laughs> obviously it would be all CG, <laughs> but I would have loved to see them keep keep that going. But I think they would have like take a look at uh, oh, what was it Mortal Kombat because they did the live action kind of characteristics or characters for was it Mortal Kombat 1, 2, was it also 3? And then they went into all uh, CGI in that right yeah. after that. So I think they would have eventually, well, pretty probably by time 3 or 4 came out, they would have went all computer stuff. But it would have been cool to see live action uh, characters in like RE3 or whatever just skinned over like to try and make it look more realistic, <laughs> have like just real real life skins of people just scraped over the three D models. It looked grotesque, but it would have been funny. <laughs> what's what's uh, Chris's helper in the first game? What's what she called again? I forget. Rebecca, uh, Rebecca. Yeah. Then you would have had to get her basketball outfit for sure, Chris. So that was the case, right? Yes, I would have to get every outfit for her for sure. Wasn't that wasn't that basketball outfit a part of her DLC in Resident Evil Zero? So, I don't play through Zero. Apparently, if there was some DLC, it was already in the game, like for beating it. And then they added some. They actually made some of the other outfits for RE Zero when they re-released it on PC and like modern and new consoles, which I thought it was all on the original because. I remember seeing pictures of all those outfits before and going and thinking that they were all on GameCube, but apparently I was wrong about that. Because I went looking for which DLC costumes were in the original. The original is you have that, you have, I think it's Jill's original outfit, so the one with the big sh- kind of square shoulder pads. And there's, I think, one more. So they didn't have any of the like nurse outfits and the uh, gym outfit. And so stuff like that so i don't know what i i think i just kind of screwed up on thinking that seeing those or maybe i saw the art of that in somewhere somewhere else and thinking that they were part of the original game i don't remember but they are in the new games so are the new version so if you bought them on the modern consoles you should they should be there or their dlc still you might have to pay extra for them i don't have them i don't care <laughs> not really if i want them there's Pictures of them on the internet, and I'm sure fan art does it better. <laughs> if I really so, want it. What else have you been up to? Uh, uh, other than being beating RE4. Uh, oh, but uh, the new or new-ish Harvest Moon game. Uh, Harvest Moon Open World. Open. Yeah. You're telling me this was a very... Open world? Thing. One world. Not open world, but it is kind of open world. Um, different feel, so Harvest Moon, Farming Sim, uh, what do you call it? Relationship Sim, whatever you want to call it, right? Um, in this one, it has a different feel, like it's a different dev than the guys who were doing Harvest Moon before. It's the new guys, so still a little jank. (laughs) Definitely a little jank, like when you go into cutscenes and go talk to people, it fades in. And brings up the character models so that they talk 
the way you would ex expect. And then as soon as that scene's done, it fade, it doesn't fade. It cuts to a black screen and then fades back in to your character standing on the map, like in the game world. So you can run around. So there's two different translations and one is janker than the other. It's like that there's that end of the uh, going back into the game. It, they did not put in the transition properly. So it feels really jank. The uh, bits of the controls aren't as good as like Stardew because Stardew and Story of Seasons, you can lock your character into place. You can shift around in your uh, along the uh, farm so that it makes it uh, easier to, you know, mass, uh, mass grow and water and stuff like that. In this one, you can't do that. It's all just controls. So you can easily miss or re or, uh, water the same product multiple times or be continuously trying to pick something up you don't want to since you don't have that slight perfect control it's really jank the uh how do you say uh everything in the game is done even though you're playing on the nintendo switch and you have lots of buttons on the controller everything is done with pushing the a button if you want to till water plant pull up uh weeds axe things it's all done with A, not, no other button is used. So if you wanted to check if you can pull fruit from a tree, you'll either get the fruit or you'll try and chop it down. <laughs> Seems kind of uh, stupid. counterintuitive. Yeah. They should have had a button where you can grab, like if it's trees and that, you do one thing. If it's, you know, you, you want to, like what was done in the old Harvest Moon games, you want to hoe this thing, well, get your hoe out and then hoe the, uh, hoe the ground. You want to axe this thing, get your axe out and axe it, right? It should be done like that, and interacting with objects should be done with a different button. So you don't accidentally chop something down. <laughs> you know, it's kind of annoying. Everything's done with one button. It really feels like they want to port this. If it's not already, port it to mobile. <laughs> but yeah, so it is still so a little jank. <laughs> sounds like the devs had a different idea of what to do than the other devs. I... I think they're still feeling the strikes. This is definitely better than the last one, which was a mobile game. <laughs> like 100% that they ported to PC and it was really, really bad and boring. And I felt it being too easy. This one, I still feel it being a little bit too easy. So I think I kind of went off topic. Not off topic, but off of where I was originally going, which was in this one, like you start off on a town, which is... Seems to be some kind of type of post-apocalyptic world from one of the other Harvest Moon games. Because one of the characters you meet right away is called Dr. Junior. He's a scientist who has a picture of one of the scientist guys from the previous from one of the previous Harvest Moon games. But everyone in this world doesn't know what farming is. They don't know how to plant crops. They barely know how to take care of themselves. It feels like Dragon Quest Builders 1, where no one knows how to do anything or take care of themselves. And your character, for some reason, has a book that tells him about crop, uh, growing uh, crops and taking care of livestock. No one else seems to know this, how to do this, except for the people who have cows. But the only thing they know how to do is, well, I guess the cow's eating. Sure, we don't know why it's not getting any, well, we can't get milk from it. Like, you guys are stupid. Why are you trying to be a farmer if you don't understand anything about this, you know? It's it's really dumb, but you go around the world. There's like, sorry, hit my desk. There's different sections 
like four or five, six different locations you can set up farm. Like you could just pick up your farm and move somewhere else and drop your farm somewhere and start growing crops and stuff in this other section. Like like let's say if you're going over there to to be working there for quite some time or you want to grow the crops that you can grow there. You can take seeds from different locations and grow them in different places and get different variants of seeds and stuff like that. So it's kind of like a little bit more open worldly in a way where you could just pick up and go where where you want and set up shop where not really anywhere you want, but in specific locations. So they did kind of expand on a thing that they were trying to do in previous games. But definitely jank. I do have an issue though. So trying to stream it uh, with my uh, Elgato. Uh, for some reason, only with this game I've noticed. I want to stream other Switch games just to make sure. But with this game, if I hook it up, I get sound static, like really bad issue with the game where it starts to sound very fuzzy and it's bad. If I turn up the volume, uh, then the game will start glitching or start like freezing momentarily. You might, people might have seen that on stream. I don't know if you've seen it or if the audio was fuzzy for you at any point. Um, for me, no. I mean, I wasn't watching the whole time. But not when you were noticing? But yeah. I didn't notice anything. For me, I can hear it. I'm going to have to do like a test record to make sure, but there's definitely uh, a video glitching, like uh, freezing up going on. And I don't understand what, what is going on because I I had the, when trying to set up my audio and things like that, so trying to figure out that issue, I had the Pokemon and uh, what other game was it? Donkey Kong music. You know, I went online to see that and no issues with the Super Nintendo stuff. That the audio was fine. Pokemon, it was just fine. I had that going for like an hour, and nothing. But as soon as I turn on Harvest Moon, it starts freezing up and being all fuzzy. So I don't know what's going on with that at all. It's I think the game is just jank, and the devs still don't know exactly what they're doing. I think it could be part of it. Is going through Elgato, but none of the other games have any issues like that that I've seen so far. So this one game. It's having an issue. I really want to stream it or stream a bit of it. We know when I want to want to do a small chill stream, right? So, yeah, uh, that's pretty much been it. I didn't really watch anything other than the stuff that we watched together, which was uh, Yu-Gi-Oh and AOT, uh, Attack yep. on Titan. So we're still going through those. <laughs> we're watching like the uh, subbed, oh no, the, yeah, the subtitled uh, Yu-Gi-Oh. So we get to see guns and yes. how dumb the how, how even stupider the fights the uh, card fights are in this game uh, for what the cards can do compared to you know what I was going to say Funimation uh, for kids said which surprisingly most of it was still the same like there hasn't been many changes in terms of like what they did for plot so mm. <laughs> they just edited out guns and. Man, Maxman Pegasus is still as flamboyant as ever. Maybe even She's, more so in this version. I was gonna say, arguably more so, and I would I would probably argue that point if I if I had to pick a side. Arguably, argue, he's more flamboyant. So I thought that was just I thought that was just the English bastardization of making fun of the character because of of his flamboyance at yeah. the time when the anime came out. You know, I think around that time. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think around that time, 
it's never been socially acceptable for real, but some people still thought it was socially acceptable to make fun of uh, those sorts of people. Mm. I don't want to kind of say, but you know what I'm talking about. Um, which is, I, I, as I said, never okay, never has been, never will be. But I think it was still around that time when still, again, I'm just repeating myself. Anyways, I thought they were just making fun of the character. But no, that's what the character actually was. If anything, I would say they toned him down from the original Japanese release. Maybe. Maybe, but yeah, like in the Japanese version, he still says "Ooh, Yugi boy" and yes. stuff like that. So. Yugi boy in English in the yeah. Japanese he speaks, version. He speaks a lot of, you know, surprisingly, because I guess he is supposed to be like European or American, right? So he does not American. It would be more European. I think uh, so. But he uh, does speak like quite a bit of English as well, mixed in with his Japanese. So, see, English, English Pegasus just sounds goofy, but. Japanese Pegasus just sounds very flamboyant. Like, if you had to pick a word, I would say goofy and flamboyant for the two versions. I love Maximilian Pegasus. He's my favorite character in the series next to Little Yugi. It's weird that I say that because most people would think I like uh, Seto Kaiba more. <laughs> more of a Yugi fan. <laughs> um, so I kind of, like in real life, I kind of, if I had to pick a character, I would kind of resemble Seto Kai because he has short brown hair like myself. Yeah, you made you made me a. It was I think it's half finished. I think I'll, next time I see, you, I'll give it back to you because I I, yeah. I don't know what I'm doing with it. But you made me like a coat of the white his white trench jacket. Yeah, and like you know that meme with the PS5 when people are like putting their face in there and like it's like Seto Kaiba. Yeah, so I'll give that back to you at some point. Well, but, uh, you can do with it what you want. Well, if I, if I, I can't do anything with it, well, I'll just that's get, what I'm saying. Just get rid of it. Throw it out. <laughs> Because really? if anything, I'll uh, remake it. Okay. So I'll probably throw it out then. I could probably, I, I, I could probably do it a little bit better these days. So. Okay. <laughs> oh, it's 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 incomplete and it has, still has like the black marker marks on it on the outside of it. I'm like, oh, Chris wasn't done making it. Whoops. Yeah, I think there was definitely issues with it and such. So, like we, I think when I did that, I was kind of rushing to get it done and stuff. Okay. And but I could do a lot more. Of that in better ways these days, I think. <laughs> Chris, all I'm saying, I'm sure you're in the same boat. All I'm saying, though, is I still have my dual disc. So do I. Of there course I do. <laughs> That's all we need. That's all we need. There you go. They did release so, a new one a while ago that actually has sound effects, like the the sounds yeah. of the life points and that going up and stuff like that. I'm like, uh, I, just well, I think it was one, it was like a hundred or hundred twenty or something. I'm like, is it worth spending that much money on a dual disc <laughs> that makes noise? I'm like, it almost is, but I didn't spend money on it. <laughs> I was well, tempted to for the original. Next, whenever whenever everything clears up, if everything clears up for conventions, that's one thing we should do at some point. And I'm not saying the next one. I'm just saying eventually Yugi versus Kaiba, the two of us. We should be like. Like walk away, then walk like, and then like walk together, and I'll be like, "Yugi, I challenge you to a duel," and then you're like, "You'll never beat me, Kaiba." <laughs> so you want to do you cool. want to do a video next time? Well, not next time we meet, but if we meet up again in real life, but we need the outfits for them. And then we can do we can do a mock duel of Yugi versus Kaiba. Yes, and then we need we need someone cosplaying as blue eyes and someone cosplaying as black magician or I, black magician girl. I think that might be hard pressed to get, especially That's blue eyes, need, Chris. <laughs> because we get dark magician cosplayer or dark magician uh, girl cosplayer easier than we could get dark magician or blue eyes for that matter. Of course, of course. <laughs> 
but yeah, uh, I think it's really pretty much been been all I've been up to. Oh, I started. I actually started. I remember because I first day at work, I started uh, Chojin, Chojin uh, Sentai Jetman. It's uh, one of the early, early uh, what do you call it? Super Sentai series. I think they've got some of the best outfits I've seen, but I like the older, older outfits. Uh, I've only so, been a, a few episodes in, so. <laughs> why did you interrupt your samurai to watch this version? I'm sorry? Why did you interrupt your viewing of the samurai? Of the Sentai? sentai I, didn't, samurai? I haven't started that. Oh, see, I thought you did, because you told me last time that that was the next one. Okay, never mind. No, I don't think that one's next. I don't know for sure, but I couldn't find, at least on Tubi, they don't have uh, anything beyond what I've watched. So I think Jetman's the last series they have on there. I'm going to have to track down the other uh, versions that are uh, subtitled. Yeah, you're, it's actually too new, Chris. You're actually catching up to recent times. That's why. <laughs> that's, that's why. It might <laughs> be. I don't know what year uh, the last one was when that one was released in Japan. So I don't know how new it is. So... <laughs> It may actually be too new, but I doubt it with them doing like yearly or bi-yearly uh, releases of Sentai. <laughs> oh, when I say too new, I mean like they actually give a shit about the copyright starting from this one and going forward. That or they just haven't uploaded it yet. I don't know how much, um, oh, who was it? How, um, how many series uh, those guys have. Uh, Shoutcraft or Shoutsu, Tokushoutsu, whatever. Whoever it is that owns it, I don't know how many seasons they own, so or have the rights to. So it could just be that that they haven't got the rights to them yet. No idea. I'll have to track them down. But I'm watching Jetman. It's good. It's old. It feels like a series before they started marketing marketing it to children and trying to sell toys to children. It feels like that. Like all the characters are like twenty something and above. Like they're not younger. Uh, really? The main character. Is the only comp well, okay, not including the Black Ranger who just joined the team. He's the only like competent one on the team because <laughs> you have like a, a late high school or early like a what do you call it college uh, kid. Then you have some foppy kind of you know rich girl who's just bored and decided to join the team, and then some lazy farmer, <laughs> and that's the other three members other than you know Red. And the Black Ranger, who's this uh, show-off kind of, you know, uh, I'm I'm here to do I'm here to survive on my own, so leave me alone kind of character, like not quite Vegeta or Piccolo, but we'll say it's close to that kind of uh, characterish, right? Uh, but yeah, they really make the point of Red's the best. He's the only one who's been military trained, so of course he's the best. So. They really focus in on how cool he is and how everyone else just isn't good. So hopefully over the arc of the series, they will show everyone growing and actually becoming good rangers. <laughs> it sounds like everyone except Red should not be a ranger. That's what it sounds like. Yeah, uh, actually they shouldn't have been. They're, so first episode begins with them blasting Red with these rays to make him super powered. So... In this version, it's so, not it's not the suits that are soup that give them superpowers. They're actually like enhanced human so beings. Essentially Captain America or the Hulk. Just become powerful because actually, of rays. Yes, in a way, <laughs> actually. And um 
right after Red got zapped, um, the bad guys attacked them. They're the bad guys are these uh, beings from another dimension, like literally from another dimension, who conquered like one or two other dimensions and have now made their way into the three D realm or whatever you want to call the realm that Earth is in, and they're trying to now conquer that realm now as well, and they attacked. Uh, all the other people who were supposed to be rangers died or are missing. They don't know where they went. And the device that was used to turn red uh, broke. But as it broke, it shut up these rays that zapped like four other people. Just random people in Japan. So they had to go track them down with this device. So they okay. weren't chosen by choice. They were chosen because of fate, I guess. If you want to say that. So, But... So far, so good. I like their outfits. They're good. I think it's this might be a good series. We'll see. It's definitely old. Like their their special effects are. It's not really CG, and all the bad guys are just superimposed over the scenes, like half faded in, so it looks like they're not part of our dimension, <laughs> stuff like that. So it is good. It's gonna be. I think this one I'll enjoy just based on it being an older, an older uh, Sentai series. <laughs> You said there was a lazy farmer, and I was thinking the whole time, man, they were so close. They almost, the, the beam of light or whatever, almost hit the farmer with the shotgun, Chris. I knew not, you were not... thinking that. Yeah. <laughs> How did you know? Because <laughs> that's the first thing I thought of when I was okay. mentioning it here. I'm like, Sean's going to mention this, probably, or be thinking of this. Yes, yes, of course. It's not farmer with shotgun. It's farmer with hoe. <laughs> Who's if supposed anyone... to be not really a pacifist, but someone who hates violence? And then these bat, the I guess putties or whoever the, you know, minions are. They start attacking his farms, and then he immediately attacks them with his hoe. So he's not against violence; he just doesn't want to do violence. <laughs> and if anyone's confused what we're talking about, farmer versus shotgun. In the very first Dragon Ball Z episode, when Raditz lands on Earth, uh, a farmer with a shotgun confronts him, and doesn't uh, doesn't make out of the confrontation. So we we pay our respects to our episode one homie, the farmer with a shotgun. In in the English original English job, I believe they never killed him. They just knocked him out. Like they they show him he get hit. I think he hit the ground, and they hear him say something, or he's like, "Oh, like as if he's not dead." But in the original, he's dead because Reddit fires a bullet back that he fires at him back at him. Yeah. For some reason like he, his what, shotgun like... fired like a normal round, not scattered shots. So that doesn't make sense either. <laughs> like he catches the bullet and like. Flicks it back or something, right? Yeah, something like that. Something like that, yeah. But yeah, that's pretty much it. I guess I did a few things, but kind of just getting back into um, into work, I guess. Okay. So Unfortunately. You had a good week off, yeah. I guess okay. good. Good for not having to go, for not me having to go into work. Bad because I had to go back to work. Of course. So, <laughs> and... How about you, since I'm pretty much done rambling well, on? Before we, we move on, there's something you mentioned about uh, when you're talking about the the farm, the uh, Power Smooth game. So apparently, I want to let you know right now, Chris, for at least for us, uh, Story of Seasons Friends of Mineral Town for the Switch is on sale. I'm not sure if you have that one or not. Oh, yeah. Any interest in I definitely have it. Okay, just letting you know. But it's on sale. I think that wasn't the one that was out last year. It was one. It was the first one that the Harvest Moon team did when they broke off and started doing the story seasons. It's a new one okay. of the, I guess, remakes of one of the uh, Harvest Moon games. And then they did Pioneers of 
Mineral Town, I think, after that. So they are both really, really good. Get them over the new Harvest Moon games. They are way better than it. <laughs> so so what, what have I been up to? Mm. Um, unfortunately, the car saga for me comes to a close. I was informed today. Well, I was informed a couple of days ago, actually, that the car is going to be considered a write-off. Oh, so they uh, found your cards? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They found my car like last week, Thursday. Mm. So um, Friday was when it went to the shop. I gave the okay for them to partially break it down to assess the damage. And on Monday, they came back and said, yep, your car is totaled. Even though I can't stress how small of an accident this is. The only thing I hit was a sign. I didn't even hit the, like, I didn't like hit a ramp or anything else. It was mm. just a sign. My car just told, you know, it, it wasn't a big sign. It was one of those, like, very major, sort of minor, I meant to say, very minor, like, you know, those metal poles with the holes in them yeah. all, all the way down. It was one of those. And, you know, they cut the holes there. What I'm assuming is like to, to, to not make it as heavy because they don't need it to be. Right, because yeah. it's like off on the side. So when I lost control in the turn in the snow, I, I purposely went into the ditch. And unfortunately, fate would have it that I hate I hit the sign along the way. But yeah, apparently my car is total. But I'm getting I'm getting more than I paid for it back at least from the insurance. So that's good. Yeah. Um, after some point, from what I know of cars, which isn't much, like beyond how many, however many years, they'll just write them off. Or it, I know like new cars nowadays are kind of meant to crumple like there's no huge frame on them anymore they're meant to like crumple to help save people who are in accidents so if there's any kind of like crack or anything like that in the main bodywork of the car they'll probably just more likely write it off because it means that if they have to replace it it's a structural uh weakness in that spot now so it's not as safe but i don't know what yours looked like it probably didn't look that bad but it might be no, old enough that they decide to write it off I don't know. It didn't look that bad. Honestly, it did not look that yeah. bad. Maybe um, it's just it was, too old. I, don't, I have no idea how old your car is. It uh, was a 2009, so it wasn't that old. Uh, it was over yeah, a decade. I, I, older, I don't but... know what they consider too old to bother replacing or fixing. I don't know. I, I might be bullshitting here. So, but anyway. Yeah, basically, they, they would offer me about half the amount mm. if I want to keep it, but then I'd have to. They'd explain to me. There might be more work because they stopped tearing my car down to check for repairs as soon as they realized, okay, we're, we're going to total it anyways. So there's no point keeping or just doing more work and seeing how much more it would cost. So there was that. And as well as now, because it's considered total, if I were to get it fixed, I would apparently need the Ministry of Transportation to okay the car after a certain point, which is more time and money out of my yep. pocket. So mm. I said, screw it. I'll just get more money than what I paid for it. And just get a new vehicle using that money. So, yeah. <laughs> fortunately, that's the way she goes. Um, I've been driving for a very long time. I don't want to say how long because I'll kind of age myself. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it's a my, this is a very minor accident, right? It's a solo accident. I didn't hit anything but a sign. No property damage aside from that. And yeah, um, it is what it is, though. Uh, I have I have forgiveness, so that means I paid. I paid for the fact that they'll forgive the first time it happens. I, there's my premiums won't go up, so I won't pay anything for this at all. Oh, um, well, that's, so that's good. So it's it's good, but then I have to find a new car, which sucks, of course, right? So it is what it is. Um, what else have I do? So what have I been playing? I've been playing more Strangers of Paradise, Final Fantasy Origins. Um, yeah, the first 
my first couple days were, just felt very weird but now i've really like acclimated to the game like it really feels good i actually like really enjoy it now the more i play it the more i'm enjoying it because it is like a dark souls game in fall fantasy and even though i'm playing on very on hard mode which is right now the hardest mode you can play on i i found out chaos mode because of course it's called chaos mode yeah. unlocks once you beat the game on any difficulty but you you can't do that right off the bat um, anyways, so hard. I'm playing in the hardest mode, and I don't think it's as hard as a typical Dark Souls. I think it's almost as hard, like just about there, just like a, 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 like a just like a hair's length, pretty much like from like meeting where Dark Souls is in terms of difficulty, not typically, but it it's it's a slightly easier. I think again, I don't have much Dark Souls experience, but just the fact that you have two NPCs with you at all times makes the game easier. Like objectively right because like yeah you can summon allies or you can have allies in dark souls or elven ring but it's not 100 thing right this mm -hmm. is like a 100 thing also if they get unless if they get killed but you know you can revive them um yeah i i've been enjoying the the job there is you know some complaints like there's so much loot there's too much loot in this game like you kill one guy and sometimes you drop five pieces of loot like just yeah. a normal guy you not mentioned that before <laughs> it feels like a diablo it feels like diablo 3 or borderlands it's like it's like loot explosions out of nowhere and then you have to go back after the missions and it's you have to go to the smithy and you have to like select each piece individually you have to disenchant it it's such a pain in the ass and there's mm. no like option that says disenchant everything my characters don't have equipped there's nothing you either select everything or you select nothing. So you have to, have to select manually or you select everything at once. So you have to select everything at once and find every piece of equipment your guy is wearing because you can disenchant things you are wearing. <laughs> I don't know why they... That's such a stupid move. Like, that's what I'm saying. It's such an anti-quality of life yeah. feature. <laughs> Having to deal with loot in a Dark Souls game when loot shouldn't be, like, this plentiful is terrible. I don't like that design decision. But aside from that, the game's good. Um, I like the skill trees. I like the different classes you unlock. You know, you have your basic jobs, the advanced jobs, and the expert jobs. And you need to, like, typically unlock two classes and trees to get the next job in the tree. So, for example, Chris, I know if you were to play this game, you, you want to be a monk. So the first thing, so you have to find a pair of gloves, like fists, like fist weapons. Once you do, that unlocks the basic job, the, the pugilist, I believe. Pugilist? Pugilist. I don't know how you pronounce it. So you you know you have to get the level thirty and reach the end of the tree, and then mm -hmm. once you do, um, again I I I don't have monk unlocked yet, but you might I think like you have to do the pugilist and then you have to maybe do like I forget which one it was for monk specifically like maybe lancer, you have to like get to the end of the lancer tree. So you unlock the the next job from two different trees, right? Mm -hmm. Entirely. Like for <laughs> example, for, for paladin, I had to unlock white mage and knight, which makes yeah, sense. That one makes sense. Makes sense. A lot of the combinations don't make sense. Yeah. I was going like, to say, what would you need? Like, let's say if it was Lancer and Pugilist. Pugilist should just be the upgrade into Monk. There shouldn't be anything else. Maybe White Mage. Because, you know, having the affinity with magic, be able to, if the Monk was to have special attacks, right? You know, that would make more sense. Or maybe again, Thief to have the agility. <laughs> don't quote me on yeah, which one but, but you know what I mean like, you're that, just yeah. trying to make the the uh, thing you're just trying to say that some of them don't make sense at all <laughs> because a monk is supposed to be like a cross between the warrior who's on, who has no weapons or armor and a thief right because he has the agility and the strength <laughs> so I guess that's kind it of like ninja be, as well 
It might be Thief now that you think about it, but yeah, there's a lot of... I'm not sure which jobs, aside from looking at the achievement list in the game, I'm not sure which jobs are in the game, but mm. I knew Paladin was. Um, of course, they have to have Paladin, hopefully Dark Knight. Yeah. I mean, Paladin and Knight has actually been synonymous because like, even the Knight from Final Fantasy 1, which is the upgrade of the Warrior, once you upgrade... Like, for example, Final Fantasy 14, the Paladin is not called the Paladin in the, in the Japanese version. He's known as the Knight. Which makes sense because if you look back on all the knights in Fall Fantasy, they have all been like paladin type classes. Because, like for example, let's go back to Fall Fantasy one again. Once you upgrade to a knight, you can use white magic on the warrior, yeah. which you couldn't before, which makes sense. Uh, if you look at Beatrix from Fall Fantasy nine, she she's a very temporary party character, but she's a knight, but she can also use white magic, so she is a paladin in that game. Cecil from Fall Fantasy four, he's an outright paladin, and he learns white magic once you transform him. Yeah. So it all makes sense. It's all synonymous. So like Knight and Paladin is the same class in Final Fantasy. But aside from that, all the classes are basically there. Uh, Dark Knight, Sage, Black Mage, Red Mage, White Mage, uh, Thief, Ninja. I can't think of, uh, you know, Dragoon. Dragoon has jump. I'm, I'm actually curious to see how you Like you don't even have a jump button in this game. I know in Elden Ring, you have a jump button. Yeah. But in this game, there's no jump button. So I'm wondering how jump functions. Is it just like an ability, like like Final Fantasy fourteen, like you activate? So it's just like an animation. I, type I of assume thing? Or... the only abilities I've seen people use in the game in Strangers of Paradise have been magic. So I assume it's going to be something like that, like you select it from a queue, or you have to charge up for specific like uh, attacks or however. But I assume it's going to be some kind of special ability like that. I yeah. don't know what the other classes' abilities, how they work. So, <laughs> so yeah, like. Uh, this is not a spoiler, but like once you start playing the game, you see that the map is exactly the same as the Final Fantasy One map, Chris. Which is funny because you're playing Final Fantasy One on Pixel Master on stream this morning, and I said, "Oh, we're both after chaos." I, I was hoping you'd get that joke. You know? oh, I did. Like, like I just like, didn't like, have oh, anything. I just didn't have yeah. anything to say about it. <laughs> I was like, "You're you're doing it the regular way. I'm doing it this retelling way." Apparently, is what I'm guessing is what's going on with here. Yeah, um, I I don't want to say. Uh, anything about the story if i know what's going on i won't wait till you're done and then hear yeah. about what happens because i want to know how right or wrong i am so um and here's the thing you go out of order because the first fiend that you kill in stranger of paradise this might be a little spoiler so i'll pause for a second i'll kind of just ramble on for a second if you guys it's not too much of a spoiler but it is technically a spoiler so if you want to skip ahead well i would if people want to skip ahead, I guess. I just, I don't think saying which fiend is you take on, at least for me, doesn't seem to think that it's. No, but like, okay, so I'll just say it now because it's been enough time. Yeah. So uh, the game goes out of order. So you kill Tioma first, who is the fourth fiend in Final Fantasy 1. That's the last one you kill for the ring crystal. All right. And now. And again, this is not a spoiler what I'm about to say right now, um, because I just realized if you look at the front cover of the game, or if you look at the boot up sequence, like whenever you boot up a game on your console or PC, it'll show like a splash screen, mm. right? And on the splash screen, it shows the five characters. So there's five Warriors of Light, not just the three in the trailers. Yep. There's a couple that more. That definitely leads to so what I was thinking originally. So that's go on. a little surprising because in Final Fantasy One, there's only four characters. Mm -hmm. So they've already broken off the can what's the word i'm looking for canon canon yeah canon nick i don't know remember the when canon. they uh, announced the game originally and people were like 
there's four four warriors of light why are there only three and now there's yeah. five when the game comes out so yeah what's going on i think i know what's going on but i'll let you keep going yeah so we'll see what happens with that but one fiend down and i'm about to kill uh i'm assuming because once you did tiamat they say do you want to get the earth crystal or the fire crystal oh, I'm you like you know choose? what you have to choose. So I'm like, let okay. me go in order because I'm like, let's fight Lich for the Earth Crystal because he's the uh, elemental archfiend from Fall Fantasy One for the Earth Does Crystal. He... Lich, one, two, or three crystal. You mean like the order? Yeah, the first one. Okay, he's the first one. Right. Yeah, he's the first one. That's I, what I, I mean. Like, I don't order. know which ones. I thought, I thought you meant in order, like as if you're thinking of going since you start with four, you maybe start with go to three, then two, then oh. one. No, I'm I'm like, well, I have to start at four. Mm. You, you can't go we can't go water crystal. That's not an option. That was number three. So oh, okay. <laughs> so yeah. So like you go four, then you have to pick one or two. Okay. So I thought maybe they would let you go in complete reverse order. I guess not. No. Whatever. So it's it's going extremely out of order and I don't know what to make of it. Because like uh, up until a certain point, like Chris, you fought the pirates today on, on the stream. Yep. The pirate was the pirate boss BK, he was the second boss. All right. And in Strange Pair, like the second boss in the second mission. Surprise, so, you fought like, him, okay. but I don't know what's going on in the story. So yeah, yeah, I'm like, okay, so this is this is like fall following Fall Fantasy One. And then you go to Astos, mm -hmm. the dark where where you are right now, the Dark Knight Elf. Wait, did I say that correctly? Dark Knight Dark No, it's Dark he's the, Knight he's Elf. The dark, dark Elf. There we go. Yeah, there we go. I'm getting can I think Yeah, I just said Astros thing and yeah. So I'm like, okay. And then from Astos, you go to Tiamat. I'm like, and it's screwed. Like, yeah. I don't know now, where they're going with this now. Yeah, now it's be, just up in the air. It'll be interesting to see where it goes. <laughs> so as we discussed last week, I don't agree with Square at all. This is not me agreeing with them or siding with them. But I, I see now why they wanted streamers to not stream the ending because we're discussing it right now. Like, what the hell is going on in this game? How's it relate to Fall Fantasy One, and they probably want to keep that as a mystery to boost their sales. Again, I don't, I don't agree with them, but now I see why they wanted to do it. If that makes sense, because they want to keep this under wraps. Yeah, I guess, but I think it's stupid of them to. Oh, to for do sure. That. I, I, again, again, I'm not agreeing with them at all. But go ahead. No, I got nothing to say. Just, I don't think that them doing that is the right thing. I think it's really dumb of them to do that. So. Like people watching a stream does not guarantee you a lost, a lost sale. If anything, it boosts sales. So, <laughs> yeah, I've had some people come into my stream and say, "Oh, what's this game? Oh, like I didn't even know it existed. It looks pretty interesting." So yeah, there, so... there you go. The sale you you might have lost off of me, it already was made up by a potentially I mean, two people. You you think Square would would know this, knowing that uh, the specific streamer streamed Final Fantasy fourteen. And then they had to shut down sales of the online game because of how many people want to buy the game and play it. And that was Final Fantasy fourteen. And uh, who was it? I don't remember which streamer it was. One of the big streamers. Zeppla. Uh, maybe him. There was another one I was thinking of. I just don't know the name. I don't remember. It's her, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, I don't even know who that streamer is. <laughs> no, it was a, a male streamer. The one Asmongold? who did Asmund Gold. Thank you. I was going to say the one who does wild stuff or who used to. I believe that's what Asmund Gold is known for, right? Yeah. So, correct. yeah, he, he was doing Final Fantasy fourteen, and people were like, holy crap, this game looks cool. And, yeah. <laughs>
apparently now they finally put back up sales for Final Fantasy 14. Yeah, so it's can, been like so, that for a month or so. Yeah, a month or something. It's been a while, but <laughs> they, they finally allow um, you to purchase the game again. <laughs> I was, I was going to say, they're not going to do anything about streaming for Final Fantasy 14 because that is Yoshi P's territory. They are not going to touch his territory. The rest of Square knows hands off when it comes to Yoshi P. He's, he's a rock star in Square. They don't it's like they thank him for talking to them, essentially, you know? Like, he single-handedly saved the company. So they let they leave him to his own devices. They don't question his decisions. That's why I think he's, like, I, he's either lead executive producer or or co-executive producer for Final Fantasy sixteen coming up. Something like that, yeah. He's definitely definitely made his place in the company if he didn't already have it before fourteen. He fucking came back, fixed the game, and now it's making them all the monies. Or enough that they can start doing a lot of the indie stuff that they used to do. Yeah, like <laughs> they start uh, appeasing me as as a Square fan now instead of a Triangle Strategy or stuff like oh, that. Oh, I need to buy tri- Triangle Strategy. I still haven't played through the demo. Neither have I. I got it. I just haven't taken time to play it. So I got but demo, Harvest Moon. You can transfer. <laughs> you can transfer your save file from the demo. Yeah, the retail games. So there's there's no reason not to play it because yeah, not it's time. it's pretty much like the first chapter or so, kind of like what they did with their uh, previous game there, uh, mm-hmm. Octopath. You could do the same thing, play through like I think the first oh, I chapter in a bit of one of the characters. Yeah, huh. I I know that's like a 16 bit game, but now that Octopath is out on other consoles, like I think I don't even think it's out on PlayStation. I think it's just Xbox and PC. It's out on now. Yeah. So now that we have those options, I wouldn't buy on the Switch personally. Yeah, if you don't already got it. Graphics. Yeah, if you don't already got it, well, I don't know what better, but you at least can. Well, achievements. There you go. <laughs> I was gonna say, at least on the newer consoles, it should be upscaled at the very least to be 1080. Whereas the Switch is pretty much 720 and kind of upscaled. I think is how it works, so it's not quite outputting full 1080. But you know what I mean. It, it should at least be hopefully better done on the pc and xbox and that so it should look a little sharper a little nicer so yeah um let's see what else uh <laughs> that's about it honestly um just those two things basically even oh i did hit the from last week i said i was going to be trying to stream every oh you cut out one second hello 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 there we go okay there yeah help just testing okay so um I did say I was trying to stream every day to uh, get that one achievement on Twitch about streaming for the last 25 days in the last 30 mm. or something like that. I, I got the achievement, but now I've just been like streaming every, like I didn't stream today, but I've been streaming like most days still. I just, it's just, that's the thing. I can tell you like for most people to form a habit, you have to do something for three weeks and I, I'm past that point. So now it's like when I was doing the the 25 days of streaming, I'm like, oh man, I don't feel like streaming today, but I kind of have to, to to maintain that streak. Now I don't see it as a big deal. Now I'm kind of used to it. And I'm like, okay, I, I can stream for like three or four hours tonight. Fair. Yeah, it's with your job and already being home, you don't have to go traveling. So that cuts off, what, an oh. hour? Well, it could be an hour or two. So you're already at home, you have that extra time and you can be like, well, I don't have to cook uh, food for a couple hours. I could do a stream. I could do that for a couple hours or I'm going to be playing this game anyway. Might as well stream it, right? You know, yeah, exactly. you have that little bit of extra time that some people don't have or whatnot. So, <laughs> and or you're, you know, as, as bad as it might say, you're already at your PC. 
<laughs> you yeah. have to. So it's, it's not bad to say. That's that's the entire reason why I have this new setup. Well, no, but you know what I mean. Desk, I like... got a new chair. <laughs> you know, yeah. I I take pride in that. That's that's fine. I mean, like if I'm in my chair sixteen hours a day, eight for work and eight for gaming or streaming or whatever or entertainment purposes, I'm fine with that. My place is not a big place. You know, I'm fine staying in this spot right here for like most of my day. I I don't think any shame of that. I don't think there is any shame of that personally. I don't know. So, I know yeah. like some people would rather work at one spot and then move to a different area to get away from the work area because that's you right. know <laughs> so chris let me show you my work area ready this is my work area and this is my gaming area and <laughs> yes yeah, so you just turn your, to rotate my just chair 90 degrees that's rotate all. your chair and that's it so this laptop here this used to be the only thing i had and these i used to stream on here like up until like less than a month ago but now because of shout outs to Mr. Alta Maynard for donating enough parts to build me a tower. So now I'm using the tower purely as my gaming console. And I am using the laptop for other things aside from work, but it's been regulated to like, you know, right now it's going to be I'm just a mostly work laptop. So I can just like separate the two. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I don't have to like, when it comes down to it, I don't really care what happens to this laptop anymore in terms of the stuff on there, because I've already transferred like 95% of it to my other computer or yeah. it's on the cloud. So, and this laptop is old. I think it's like 2014, I want to say. So it's, it's, it's eight years old. It's definitely starting to show its age. As for hard drives, but all the hard drives are HDDs. And, you know, it doesn't have as much RAM as like, I think this tower has like 32 gigs of, gigabytes of RAM. I think this has like, not, not even half of that, not even 16. Maybe it has eight, maybe because yeah. it's a gaming laptop. <laughs> I'd have to check. I, I think it has eight. So it's literally quadruple the RAM. Um, and obviously, I don't, I'm not limited by the small screen below the laptop anymore. So yeah, I kind of fully converted over to the PC at this point. Oh, the tower, I should say. Um, what else have I been up to? I think that's it, honestly. I haven't been up to much this week. I've just been taking it pretty chill, honestly. Um, yeah, that's about it. So, Chris, I think it's time. We... <laughs> I don't think we've ever rambled on this long before. So I don't think so, especially me. <laughs> yeah, usually Apologies. my stuff's pretty small. Apologies to the viewers. I think we're just gonna kind of move on here to the uh, the news stories this week, Chris. So, I think. Uh, did you want to start us off, or do you want me to? Uh well, the one. I guess you linked this one here. It's uh. It has to do with, like, I think partially with another news story, but Gran Turismo 7 came out. Uh, and it seems that the online DRM is really screwing up the game, or the always online need for Gran Turismo 7, which is partially an offline game and partially an online game, is screwing up the game because there's so many servers and updates to them seem to be screwing up the game and people's ability to play a game because it requires an online connection constantly. <laughs> uh, yeah, I have a lot to say about this. but Yes, um, like I personally don't see the need ever for online, always online connections. This has always been an issue where they say, yep, be always online, but then their servers are always offline or always broken or, you know, like the Ubisoft uh, launcher. You have to be online to be able to play any game, even your single-player Assassin's Creed game that has no online connectivity whatsoever, <laughs> right? But you have to be online because we want you online. It, if I can awful, but if you want to go ahead, is I I 
listen to this like right before the podcast so <laughs> so grand thought Th- 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 uh gran turismo seven from i i have never played it i never really played a gran turismo game before so you know i'll put that disclaimer out there but to my knowledge gran turismo 7 is a single player game so why do you need to have online drm for a single there's... player game well apparently what was that i was gonna say i do believe seven there's a lot of online online races you okay. can race people's like ghosts and stuff like that like there is a lot of online connectivity but i do believe there is like the off or what should be single player and offline stuff too okay well but thank you for correcting me on that so I, I, think I, I knew I, so <laughs> i think i i knew i was wrong but from what i read whatever i guess i kind of read the wrong thing so apologies for making that mistake thank you for the correction yeah Chris. i want to so, say it's partially live service e as well but i don't know for sure okay so regardless we're not really talking about the multiplayer because with this internet goes down or the service goes down obviously the online portion is going to go down we're not here to talk about that necessarily uh because that has nothing to do with the drm so the drm for the single player is completely locked out if you know if their servers go down you cannot even access the single player portion of the game mm-hmm. or you can i think but you're like limited to like one track and like a couple of cars sort of thing so it's like very very limited functionality um and like this is this is not really an acceptable thing honestly in 20, 2022 and like remember back in the day the apple 3 had the same issue when the game launched and no one could log in for like the first like two or three days oh, yeah. it was a called error some number 137 or something stupid like that that became a meme mm-hmm. for a little while Remember the, that was the thing back in the day for Diablo three. And Diablo three is like what, like a seven or eight year old game at this well, point. Do you remember? Um, was it EA's uh, City Builder? What was it called? Uh, Sim oh, City. City. How they claimed yeah. that the game could be played, that their offline game could be played offline, and it had to be always yeah, right. online. <laughs> but anyways, going back to this issue, yeah, like this is just. Um, I think I think the the. Um, someone made a good point when they said you should always call out the sort of thing because it's mm. bullshit essentially um because it is uh and the only reason why it survived this long is because people have become complacent with it because pe- most people not everyone but most people are like eh, doesn't affect me i, I you know I, I have a good internet at home i don't care it doesn't affect me that's why it survived all these years from diablo 3 for example until now it's because people don't care but that's coming from a people need to realize that that comes from a position of privilege, right? Mm. Not everyone has access to the best internet. For someone living in the country, they might even not not have internet at all. Or if they do, it might be like satellite internet. Like I I know someone who's like that right now. Just due to where they're living, they have no choice but to do satellite internet and and they can't handle, you know, the speeds that you or me could handle, Chris, for example. Especially you, you have like like God tier speeds, but you're also paying God tier prices for it. (laughs) Anyways. Yeah, uh, it's 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 you know it comes from a position of privilege. Eh, it doesn't concern about me. I don't care. Well, you should though, because you should at least agree that it's a bad thing for it to be in the game at all. Yeah, right. Because it doesn't need to be there. And Sony's, I think Sony makes Gran Turismo. Sony's excuse was, oh, well, we don't want people cheating their single player experience. I'm thinking. Like, hello? Have you not heard of, like, cheat codes built into games or game sharks? It's like, if someone wants to modify their single-player experience, that's on them. That has nothing to do with you. That's, that's a, that's a, it doesn't affect any other player, right? That's, mm. it shouldn't matter to the publisher or developer if they're cheating. Well, like, let people, it, as long as they're buying your game and not pirating it, 
because then you should give a shit. Yeah. But as long as they're buying it legitimately, let people play however they want. Whether they play one a minute or a thousand hours, you still have your same amount of money. There's no mm -hmm. variable difference there. Yeah. And for them to claim that they don't want people to cheat their single player game, if, if it really doesn't matter. If they're going to go play online, they have to update their game. For them to cheat in on the PS4, they have to modify their console. So when you're going to go online, it would check what version of the game you have or console and automatically or try to automatically update it. So that would break those cheats. They wouldn't be able to use them or shouldn't be able to and stuff like that. So really, the only thing that they're trying to lock you out of is, you know, the online uh, play itself or to stop you from cheating on that. It's not to stop you from cheating single player. Single player has nothing to do with the online. That's a different bloody thing. Like when you connect online, you connect to a, your your account online and it checks all the stuff you've, un, you've unlocked online. This is just a way of gating you into playing, you know, partially when they want you to and how they want you to. It is exactly. kind of gatekeepery and it's bullshit when the server goes down and they go, well, we want you always online, but we're not always going to be online. Shame on you for not having trust in us having our servers offline. And I think we've kind of failed to mention this fact, Chris. I think the servers were, they said, oh, the, ser the game's going to be down for a couple hours. And it turned out to be over 24 hours later. So people were like, what the fuck? Where's yeah. my game? I paid my money for Yeah, they, they did some updates and the update broke something. And then they couldn't get, people couldn't get online. Then they tried to put out another patch, which I think fixed it, but may not have actually fixed a lot of stuff because I think it broke other things. If this is the same patch that we may talk about right up after this uh but yeah it's the game has been bored like since it's a very early patch and has been here and there whether or not people can still go online <laughs> i believe but yeah you know just like anything else in life pick your fights you shouldn't battle everything you see every injustice because that's not possible and it's not feasible either but as a gamer when you hear about drm you should just immediately think oh god why that's, you know, something along those lines should be like your first thought. You shouldn't think, eh, it doesn't really concern me because that, as I said, you know, I'm just a little mad <laughs> that it still exists in this day and age because I was a victim of that Diablo 3. I bought the game. I took a few days off. I can play it for the first like two or three days, right? That's yeah. how I discovered <laughs> online DRM. I didn't really realize it before that. And ever since then, I've kind of seen it as a very bad thing that publishers or developers, I'm not sure which one, are putting in their games just to make sure that you know, as you said, Chris, they're, they're being gatekeepers because if I choose to go back to like GoldenEye and, and activate a cheat code, they don't have any right to tell me how to play my game. I can play it whenever I want. I'm someone, I don't have any fun playing cheat codes. Personally, like subjectively, I they're anti-fun to me, but I'm not going to think worse or less of anyone else who wants to have cheat codes in their games and have that sort of experience. That's not for me. First of all, I don't think this, but second of all, it's not right of me to think this. If I if I um, did think it, it's not on me to determine how someone else plays their game and judge them on that. Mm. That's what the companies are doing essentially. Yeah, when it boils down to it, <laughs> it's like oh, you're not playing the game the way we think you should. That's not for you to decide. That's not for anyone to decide but that player. As long again, we're talking single player. Multiplayer is a different, completely beast because we don't want to ruin other people's experiences. By cheating that's that's an entirely different story but we're not discussing that here mm. we're discussing the single player portion specifically no one should tell you how to play a game yeah you should be able to play it the way you want you you bought it if you want to modify it i mean within certain reasons you are right you should be able to 
I believe, anyway. But yeah, let people play the way they want and don't try and lock them off out of their fucking experience in the game. If they want to play online, then they play by your rules because that makes sense. You want to make the playing field fair for everyone, but offline, who cares? <laughs> like that well, doesn't. Tony does, apparently. And so do a lot of people. They want to control everything you do. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think we're good on that story, Chris. I think so. Right? And okay, so I kind of know you wanted to segue. Might as well, since it's, it has to deal with it partially in a way. So the actual Sony, I believe PS4 and PS5 updates uh, didn't exactly go the way it was supposed to. Um, apparently the... A lot of this stuff has been fixed and is back up and running, but some stuff are still hit and miss. Apparently they had put out an update that was originally beta testing. Uh, It was supposed to allow you to do stuff like, you know, create and join lobbies, like voice chat lobbies and stuff like that that your friends made and uh, invite only stuff, which I don't know why that wasn't in the PS5 originally or PS4, whatever one that was for. Uh... PS5 would have received mono audio headphone support. Why wasn't that in the game or in this console already? That's kind of a, a no-brainer. <laughs> like the system's been out for over a year. Um, what else? There's base in the US and UK for voice command features were supposed to be coming up. I don't think they were added in yet. I think that was slated now for a future release. Uh, refresh rates or be able to choose your refresh rate or have variable refresh rates so go up and down to try and smooth out your gameplay which is now being put out in a couple months that that might have been slated for this update but it was pulled back but um outages for the psn network uh started around what does it say uh 8 30 eastern et is that eastern time uh, according yep. to Sony's status page, and then the issues impacted Sony's store, so you wouldn't be able to purchase games, download games that you've already had, update games, play games online. So Gran Turismo, <laughs> to name one, which is a Sony game. So you wouldn't be able be able to do that. Uh, Sony, what's it called? The streaming ser- Sony now people will play all their old games. A lot of that stuff wouldn't have been working because their whole most of their network just went down after this update came out. And they've had to try to go back and figure out what happened and fix it. I don't know how many apps in general, like we'll say if you had Hulu or Netflix app on your PlayStation, I don't know if those worked or if they were affected. They probably have if it affected a lot of the online infrastructure of the PS4 and 5. <laughs> This is a really bad, really bad update. Uh, so people like on social media, obviously when this happened, came out and started telling people, don't update to the next firmware. It's, it's breaking a lot of stuff, but that doesn't really help since if you actually want to do anything online on the system, you have to update to the next firmware. doesn't matter if you just want to, you know, look at your achievement. Sometimes you have to do an update to do that. <laughs> All right. I could be wrong in the last one, but I, I'm guessing so because that requires you them to look online sometimes or to re-update. They always want to keep it updated. It's so, so awful. 
<laughs> I, I have a quick update on the last story we just yes, covered, please. the Grand Turismo uh, 7, oh. um, just really quick. Yeah, because it got updated, actually. So yeah. <laughs> it's actually almost down for two days, apparently, not just one. And as a result, and, be, and because of all the microtransactions in the game and the developer, like the person, not the not the company, like the lead developer of the game defending the microtransactions, all that caused people to review bomb the game on Metacritic. And I just checked on Metacritic. It has about 5,500 negative scores, user-reviewed user scores. Mm. And the user review is sitting at 1.6 right now. So oh, it's geez. Sony's lowest rated game of all time. Yeah, apparently. I mean... From what I've seen of the game, like Gran Turismo is a racing game. They did really good at making the cars look really shiny because racing games always are a good showpiece for uh, consoles. They you make the game, make the cars look super shiny and everything else, and it usually pays off on its own. But it seems because of all this garbage, it's not going to work this time. <laughs> I mean, I feel yep. bad for people who like Gran Turismo. Because <laughs> they finally put out a new one, and this is what happens with it. And they want to turn into some live service, always online garbage, whatever. Anyway, <laughs> so yeah, it's just been this update has just been just kind of bored the entire infrastructure and has uh, impacted other uh, games as well. Like, you know, obviously, like. So Sony bought games. Destiny probably can't be played. And anything that has any kind of online infrastructure is pretty much down. Or it might be back up now, but I've heard it's kind of hit or miss depending on cer certain things. Kind of like with the Gran Turismo one. Like it, it may be up, but don't be shocked if things are still kind of jank with that. <laughs> like I wouldn't be based on how, how much it, this hit. I don't have much to say other than that quick update on that. Uh, they did put out like another patch to try and fix some of this, but I don't know how much of it it actually fixed or patched in proper. I don't want to update my PS4 because of that. <laughs> yeah, mean, that's... Was that PS4 or PS5? Specifically PS4 and PS5. is. Okay. I'm guessing it was supposed to be one of the last updates coming out for the PS4 because, you know, they wanted to... They want to stop supporting that as soon as they can, but because they don't have enough PS5 consoles out there, people can't update to the new console, so they have to keep the PS4 around longer than they wish. And yes, and they always put out updates for like a year or two after a console's been done to try and stop people from modding and hacking it and yada yada. So, and you know, it, it's what they always do because the PS3 stuff is still up and it's been five, six, how many years since the PS3 has been done? So, you know, they still try and put out updates for these consoles. <laughs> yeah, it's just... It's just done. It's just... Uh, hopefully it's back up and running. <laughs> hopefully it is. Like, I haven't turned on my PS4 forever, but I don't want to turn it on just to know I can't play my games. Like, how shitty would this be if this affected offline games? Yeah, it's, it's as you said. Like, you need to... Um have it on to friggin like play online games but then you don't want to turn it on because you don't want to i i don't want to turn it on like... yeah i don't want to turn it on and have it find out it auto updated and now i can't play you know it's somehow it screwed up my save because of this like i know that's not an issue with this but that's a fear like what games do i have that i know that are offline games that are that actually require an online connection like right 
the the basic fear of that like you know <laughs> yeah and i think that's a legit fear honestly because like well everything's also backed up to the cloud so i'm sure you'd be fine either way but still you don't want to you don't want to if if i have that, ps you know? plus i don't know if people who don't have ps plus if they have that function i don't pay for ps plus because i don't do online play <laughs> mm -hmm. i barely do online play on pc so <laughs> there's like the odd game i do it but I think we're done with that. There is another Sony-related story. Very quickly. Yeah, so, so... Go ahead. Okay, I could do this. Uh, Sony bought another developer. Hooray, I guess. they. I did not see in this news article for what amount, but they bought Haven Studios, a small, I guess we'll say, indie company that was created by an ex... or by the ex-Assassin's Creed boss or don't know what position we call him uh jade raymond they, they were they had left them uh i can't find on here what companies he was working for but i guess it would, it would have been ubisoft or whatever group he was working for there and uh they split off he made haven soft and they were going to make some new games and sony said hey i see what you're doing here and then swiped him up now they're making some for them, a live service uh, game. I don't got uh, live service triple uh, triple A multiplayer game set in a new universe. Apparently, I I don't know what yeah, that means. I, here's my thoughts. Mm. They didn't. They haven't even made a game yet, and Sony already bought them out. That seems yeah. like to me that just reeks of oh god, Microsoft bought all these studios. We have to do the same. And they don't, they don't have anyone else to buy. It, like, it also reeks of, um, we should buy them up before Microsoft does. This stinks of like what Sony and other music studios do with music artists. Well, they'll buy up certain music artists to prevent other companies from buying them. And they'll buy them and they just have them like maybe release an, an album or two in a few years just to keep them busy. But not actually like promote them a lot you know just say you can't have this as ours yeah <laughs> that's what this kind of this doesn't re it kind of stinks of that a bit sorry <laughs> under normal circumstances this should not be a thing that happens you shouldn't buy something before a company before they put their product out for crying yeah. out loud yeah like, you that's don't not know normal. that's you, not normal business it's you, not you don't think so unless it, someone must have been greasing the wheels or whatever because yeah it's it's not it doesn't seem normal. You would usually wait till they release something before you buy them. Wouldn't Sony, if they wanted a company doing uh, a live service game, just get one of their other devs to do it? Or are they all already working on live service garbage? They it's might actually like, all be busy. <laughs> you can't put a, a, a trailer saying, brought to you by the studio, ABC, one, two, three. It's like, who? Like, <laughs> like we don't know who these people are so why are you you know saying that like there's no reason to to do this except to be competition to microsoft yeah. that's all microsoft was strategic and they took their time this just sounds this just reeks of desperation to me it's like let's purchase these guys up right now yeah right like here. nintendo's purchase wasn't quite that but nintendo's purchase made sense yes it was already a company that they were pretty much working with since the what super nintendo days or whatever it was so that made 100% sense. This doesn't. This is like a new company that, yeah, hasn't made anything yet. And they just purchased them to go make another game for them. 
are a game they might have already been kind of working on, but now is being changed to this. I don't know exactly if they announced their game beforehand. But yeah, makes no sense, but they bought them, I guess. Hooray for them. Yeah. Next news story. Yeah. <laughs> so let's see. Um. So I think this is an important one to talk about. So apparently, um, uh, in the states, in Florida specifically, there's a bill that are, has already been passed by legislation or oh, by the politicians. It has. Uh, it's called "Don't Say Gay" bill. So apparently, what this bill is about, to my understanding, because again, we're not American and we're not Floridians, Florid, Floridians either, I guess. Uh, apparently, teachers are not allowed to talk about any. LGBT characters from kindergarten to grade three. That's all it is. Like, I'll just read here. Um, it effectively makes it illegal for educators who teach kindergarten through grade to the third grade to, to um to discuss queerness or queer people with their students, even though the concepts of sexual and gender identity are not actually taught at that level. So yeah, that's just basically politicians not for whatever reason having, you know, a fucked up worldview that, you know. This needs to be a thing that needs to be done that everyone needs to be signing and wasting their time on, even though it's wrong. Anyways, that's not what we're discussing specifically, but uh, we did want to discuss how Disney shot money to uh, support this bill, essentially. Like, yeah. they legit gave money to have this bill be a thing and support it. So, yeah, a lot of people aren't happy about that. Not just people within Disney, although that's oh, that's what the story's about, actually. But a lot of people outside of Disney, not very happy about that, especially when the mouse, what's it called? The House of Mouse, I believe, is supposed to be a very inc inclusive and family-friendly place. That's basically been their thing since day one, right? Uh, but <laughs> this says anything but that. So, yeah, that was that was so stupid of Disney. And now there's employees within Disney, especially those who are affiliated or who are allies of the LGBT plus community. Um, they went on, I think this, they went on a walk, like a 15 minute walkout on, let's see, it was, so it was, it was a week of virtual 15 minute walkouts beginning the day of March 15th, so about eight days ago, as of the recording of this, and they were going to do a full day walkout, like a day long one, on March 22nd, which is yesterday. So, yeah, um, just to kind of protest, hey Disney, stop being assholes and stop, you know, stop saying one thing and then doing another with the other hand, you know, mm. essentially, stop being a hypocrite if you're, and stop even doing it in the first place. Like they wanted, like the whole walkout was like, hey, you need to like stop this right the fuck now. That's what that's their main thing that they want to contend with. And then after that, it was, you know, other factors like, you know, you should contribute as much money, if not like double the amount to some uh, LGD, LGDP plus groups to kind of like make up for this, essentially. And, uh, you know, never do this again. And you you guys need to change how you do things, essentially. I'm just I'm just summarizing everything, yeah. but uh, I'm not delving too deep into the, uh, <clears throat> into the details, but. Yeah, it's uh not a good look for Disney. That's no. that's really they, bad. <laughs> they said something about after they done this, people got upset. Oh, we'll pause our donations to them. No, you should stop the donations to them altogether. Yeah. Not pause them because this just means you guys. How long have you been giving money to this to these groups? Then probably a long ass time. If 
they've already got them on speed dial to give them fucking money <laughs> and you only plan on pausing them like obviously we know this is not the first time disney has gone to get politicians and people like that on their side to help push bills like you know upping how many years copyright uh, yeah. characters could stay within the hands of their respective copyright owners but Mickey, you know more than likely a lot of those people are part of this group and reason why some, a lot of these bills get pushed is because there's a bunch of fucking dinosaurs in yep. in uh, politics and there's not enough young people with fresh minds going in there there's enough yep. people going in there and being corrupted by the old and not you know try and not being a chat fuck not giving a chance to change things like what's the average age of a politician like 50 something or older like i want to say that's quite old <laughs> so yeah um <laughs> well i was i was gonna say something but i forgot now Shit. yeah uh but this is really really awful did you see on social media when this came out? i was wondering why this stuff was coming up until i saw this news article disney posted things saying we are lgbt uh you know pro we like to support creators yada yada and no, all the comments all the comments above below that were no you fucking not but since when <laughs> like remember like disney is the type of people who will take the star wars poster for the new star wars movies and digitally remove finn who's a black man from mm -hmm. their posters to sell it in china yep i remember that remember at the end of i believe it's what episode nine didn't they have a um a lesbian like two women holding hands or something like that yes. and that was cut from the chinese version of the movie huh i'm saying ha huh, because like how can they say one thing and do another it's yeah like... like they will clearly edit and stuff like that um anything to appease different marketplaces already and we already know where they stand like there was a guy who works or worked for disney or is a guy who works for an animation studio that was commenting on it saying something like that we could put in all the stuff that we want that's um that's uh you know for the lgbt uh community stuff like that but we have no control what happens in the final product someone could just go in there and just cut all that stuff out and it can make the product that you're trying to make look like it's anti that like anti the message we were trying to say and, and we have no control over that which wouldn't surprise me if that happened with uh certain movies uh, that Disney specifically has been trying to make and claim that they are all inclusive. <laughs> yeah, um, you're right about that lesbian couple at the end, but I, I, that's what I was going to say. I can't remember, but you just reminded me of one. Hmm. So I guess that it's not entirely true anymore, but I can't remember a single thing in Disney that Disney owns right now, including Marvel. or Well, actually, Marvel does have some, I think. Like... <clears throat> That has gay or lesbian couples or whatever, like any, like anything with the LGTP. I can't think of anything. I can't. But like, there's not off the top of my head. I know there is something in the Marvel universe. There's no I, one that is in the forefront that will show up. There'll be a background character somewhere. Yes. Like Just a. Do you remember? Like a token black guy. Didn't what's her name who's playing Miss Marvel get basically banned or you know stop not being able to play that role anymore because she said something about supporting LGBT? Yeah. No, no, no. I forget what she said specifically. I think it was she was uh it was something anti anti some 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 group and Marvel didn't like that she said that. But yeah, I don't remember exactly what it was, but God, I don't remember. But yeah, like they they'll be quick to sil to try and silence people if they think it doesn't fall in with their oh well every we we have to appease 
Ever, uh, crap, I was going to say something, but now I can't say it in the right way. I was going to say appease everyone, but that's not exactly what's going on, because they're not. We have to appease the people who will make us the most money. And yes. we will, I guess, is the best way to put it without putting it in a good way. <laughs> so, yeah, like, th this is really fucking fucking awful for them to say one thing and then swish it around with the other hand as they're choking the life out of the, the same exactly. thing with the other hand like mm -hmm. <laughs> mickey mouse and everything within disney is not a good thing people should stop i personally think people should stop supporting them but it's really hard when they have all the money in the world and they just buy up everything you like or what yep. so yep like and isn't this supposed to be stopped through through the governments and capitalism until Disney throws them, you know, a few million dollars to line their banks. <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, why do you think Mickey Mouse isn't in the public domain when he should have been there? Like, so, he should be like, <laughs> like a couple times over at this point. I yeah. Think. I mean, Winnie the Pooh's in the public domain now. Hooray. Yeah. Okay. Who, who owned Winnie the Pooh? I don't know. But there's a funny. Robin? There's a. <laughs> ha, ha, ha. Actually, wasn't Christopher Robin the name of the. Uh, yes. Man. Of the son. Yeah, something that, like that. that. I wasn't being, I wasn't joking. You said, ha, 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 ha. I wasn't actually joking. Yeah, I was just trying to remember. I'm like, I'm sure it was the full name or part of their name. Yeah. So anyway, putting stuff in the public domain is not a bad thing. They just want to have that stranglehold on everything they own and and try to claim things that aren't theirs as theirs. Like all of the, um, you know, the classic Disney movies, like Cinderella, yes, he, they try to claim... Yeah, they try to claim that those are theirs when they don't own them. They don't own the rights. They own the version that they made. They don't own mm -hmm. the rights to the original source, which I believe they tried to claim before. Could be wrong on that, but it wouldn't surprise me if they try to say that the original, um, is it Brothers Grimm's uh, stories were theirs, <laughs> which they're not. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I think that's it for the story. This is just fucking gross that they would continue to do this and we know they will continue to do this of course yeah they will or at least i'll try and as you said they they try to squeeze it in there we will we will pause no you should stop entirely yeah. i think uh... it's not, like the kind of we're kind of peeking behind their mask when they say that you know yeah i think we'll do one more and i think we could call it a, a day there if you'd like uh, so sure, but hitting... it sounds like you've already no. have a plan. Which one? Uh, oh, no. No plan. So you can bring up the last one. I was just looking at the time going, eh, <laughs> maybe we'll save the last two for next time. So you go ahead and pick the last one. and. Um, I think we'll do the one you brought up then. Um, uh, as we look through. Part... <laughs> yeah. So the one about, um, there's a lot of small indie studios right now mm. with abusive workplaces. So... I feel like, especially, you know, most people, including us, Chris, we only cover, like, because it's in the news, we only really cover the big AAA studios or, like, not, you know, maybe, like, a studio or two below that level. But mm. when we talk about indie game studios, abuse is not really... Abuse, toxicity, hostile work environments is not really something we hear a lot, a lot yeah. about. But now it's uh, been it's, it I can't talk, apparently. Um, it's uh, come to light that apparently there's a few uh, small slash indie game studios that have had a very abusive work environment. So one of them is uh, people make games. I think sorry, they no, were sorry, the one sorry, investigating. 
yeah, yeah sorry but yeah yeah they're the, so people make games were the one who did this investigation and they know three indie studios mountains who made florence fulbright who made gone home and tacoma i played both of those games those are good games actually and Fanomina, that one i never heard of watam who made watam um they did kind of some were interviews some were exit interviews with them and just to kind of see how they were treated and they all had high levels of toxicity in them um one of them was even saying that i think like the studio lead they had to make a safe word for every employee um i think it was the word pause yeah it was it was the word pause that when he would talk to you because there's a lot of one-on-ones he did with like every employee when he talked to you if they ever got to the point where he was becoming hostile they had a safe word you just had said pause and he would immediately end the conversation right there and then like and someone another employee made a, a point like what kind of studio needs a safe word <laughs> like you know for someone it's like that's a red flag that's like that's not even a red flag that's like a red monument <laughs> yeah you, know? you it's like you shouldn't have to be so afraid of the abuse of like verbal language even if it is just that just him being so verbally aggressive and that that you have to have a safe word so that you could get some fucking air he they also like you know because of the one-on-one a lot of people didn't want to do one-on-ones with him at all and would want to request having other people there because he would go off the handle apparently and he didn't like that because he wanted to have that power over people this this guy that they're talking about here like it's like pe people would try to re decline one-on-ones because of this and that's why they had to make a safe word <laughs> yep. so fucking awful like holy shit so uh <laughs> and also also um another studio was uh the studio who made ori in the blind forest and its sequel ori in the will of the wisp which is moon studios they also have what's quoted to be an oppressive place to work yeah so, apparently as well <laughs> yeah it's it's you know i'm glad that at least this is coming to light now because like again as i said at the start we haven't like no one's really covered the small studios because just because the big cities are big doesn't mean that it's this is a problem exclusive to, to them right it can exist with just two people technically one person can be toxic to another that's mm. a, that's that's the thing you know? yeah like a that's why that's why a lot of divorces happen, to be honest. But yeah. yeah. Um, um, so another one of these stories is like Robin Hanekel from Fundamental, Fundamental sorry, um, was described as being amused. Jeez, I'm also stumbling over my words. Being emotionally abusive, who would regularly use personal information about uh, workers to harass, humiliate them, try to oppress them. Yeah. Uh, and th stuff like that so any kind of information you could get off off of them to try to control the employees or make fun of them like it's disgusting that is not how a person running the fucking company like the founder of the company should be acting these are people who ended up getting into positions of power and just think they could do what they want yep. like and these are not people who should be running these running these companies at all they showed how immature they are and how they don't know how to control any amount of power they could get a hold of. <laughs> this is so awful. 
Like yep. you think that a lot of these stories would not be like this, even in indie devs, but apparently they are, because you never hear about these stories. Fearful for what other stories will get from other indie devs like this, since people are talking out about it. Yeah, I mean, not really much else to say aside from that. It's just, I wish there would be more investigations because honestly, maybe the smaller ones need a better or need it more than the larger ones because the larger ones, it's going to be damn near impossible to hide just because there's so many people. In the indie studios, there's obviously a lot less people, right? Like one of the places, uh, I forget which one of the three that they investigate, but one of them only had 24 employees. So it's a lot easier to hide things. It's a lot easier. So arguably they need it more because just because, you know, there's still a human being, it doesn't matter where they work, whether large studio, small studio, maybe, you know, it's going to be easier to expose in a large studio and you get a larger set of people that you help at once. But at the same time, everyone deserves a, you know, a decent, more than decent, a positive work environment, right? Everyone deserves to be able to not have to worry about any of this bullshit they work because inevitably this is going to bog down your work when it happens even if you don't think so on an unconscious level it's almost certainly going to mm. that's the result there's no way around, like around that it's definitely going to happen so and it's not just the work it's also you you know them as a person they need to you know you don't want this you don't, you don't this is like this is not what you signed up for it's not you didn't you didn't agree to get paid and work here to Get yelled at or get you know a beast thrown your way or to have to defend yourself on a daily basis or whatnot you know you shouldn't mm. have to worry about that it's unneeded stressors in your life so yeah i i hope i hope more, more of these investigations happen it's going to be harder because there's so many indie uh, studios but yeah i mean at least now there's a spotlight on it yeah on the if, released if if more and more of this information gets out there you'd think at least with the indie devs it could get fixed up easier since they're usually are smaller studios uh mm -hmm. unfortunately it seems like for some companies when they look at the publisher and stuff like that and ask them can't you do anything about it a lot of them just go eh, we can't do anything we don't have that con much control it's like so you can't do anything about it like <laughs> what the hell like people the the people make games who are who publish some of these games or games from other companies say have come out and said Dick, we have limited control over what we can and cannot make the companies do <laughs> themselves so you know it's kind of shitty that's like that but if more and more people start talking about this stuff maybe more and more companies will start bloody changing because this yep. i think it's unacceptable that this keeps happening <laughs> and more and more yep. stories studios are exposed agreed well I think that's a good place to wrap up this episode, Chris. We'll cover the uh, two stories we missed today on next week. That's yep. all right with you. Okay. Yeah, I think so, just because we're running close to two. So, well, we can't ramble on a lot longer than we, we usually do, but. We? We? We! I don't know where it's going with that. <laughs> no, I'm like, we. I mean, like. Oh, we. I know exactly <laughs> <Okay>. what you <laughs> meant. <laughs> okay. But yeah, I think that's right. it. Uh, I guess you find me on Twitch on Prince underscore Kaboom. It's where we do the podcasts and I try to stream. Usually it's like early mornings because that's the only time I really get a chance to a few days a week. Uh, so I gotta like update my schedule <laughs> to put it on there so people know when I'm up. 
so you know mm. get that stuff up but it, i'm kind of sporadic with my streaming as well uh so but i'm probably going to be doing later tonight and for the next little bit final fantasy one pixel remaster get through that and maybe finally beat it <laughs> uh i guess uh if i ever upload anything it's on mr prince kaboom on youtube you can find me on Twitter at C-S-C-H-A-B-A-N-G. That's Chris uh, C. Shebang and Chris underscore uh, Shebang on uh, Instagram. I use those two usually to update my when I'm streaming and or uh, anything I like or post my cosplay uh, photos and stuff like that. So here and there, whatever else I'm up to is up on there. And what about you, Sorb? And Sean, you can find me I guess. <laughs> mostly on Twitch at Zorb under, underscore Zex. You can also find me on that same name on YouTube and Twitter and TikTok. Uh, all my socials are on my Twitch anyway, so that's kind of my, my main thing. But uh, yeah, I have an Instagram as well. It's a period instead of an underscore between the two names. Um, yeah, I've just been streaming, as I said before, a lot of Stranger of Paradise. I do want to kind of mix things up a little bit. Um, I do kind of want to start streaming not the same game every day because I am streaming so often now. Maybe that's a smart thing to do. But at the same time, I want to play the game very badly. So I'm still trying to decide what I should do. Yeah. I think I'll I think I'll think be bringing back Freaky Friday. So I'll be probably playing a, a scary game like Five Nights at Freddy's. I'll continue that series probably on Fridays is what I'm thinking maybe yeah, I should do. It's nice to have a, a, a change here and there, like maybe one day a week or whatever where you change up the type of game you play. Just give yourself yeah. a break. <laughs> I don't want the break. I want to keep playing. <laughs> Anyways, um yeah, so you can find me on there. I do stream most nights now. So yeah, uh I'd love to have you on the stream and we can chat. And that's about it for me, Chris. So you wanna wrap things up for us? Yeah, I think that's it. That's all. Thanks everyone for tuning in, listening, whatever you do. Check us out on our stuff, support, like, favorite, subscribe. <laughs> yada 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 you know how to do uh thank you everyone goodbye